Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. And welcome to episode 439 of Lave Radio, the show about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Psykit, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder bar for this episode are are SRV Banksy, Alec Turner. Good evening, good evening. I like that fast, the fast community that surrounds it. Nice Freudian stuff. I know, I know. I've done that like four times. Every time I, I read this out, you'd think it's been four weeks now of me doing this. You'd think I'd get, I'd have got it by now, but I still haven't. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, because of real life shenanigans and lots of different types of stuff, um, we do not have a Ben and we do not have a Colin, but we do have a amazing amazing human being who i love very much with all of my heart we have the quiz mark four hello i'm definitely that right? getting that put on my business card yeah yeah yeah. that's spot on <laughs> incredible it is the three of us again this week um i i i my apologies hope to see ben back and colin back soon that would be lovely we love them very much and we can't wait to get back to your full strength crew if you do wish you can join us live um, well, you can join the Chris Mark 4 Life who's hanging out in Lave Station at the bar. But if you can't get in game, you can join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live. I'm clicking on live chat and by going to twitch.tv slash lave radio. Hi, everybody. How are you all doing? It's very, it's very good to be here today on a week before update update day let's find out how you've been in the last week alec what have you been up to hello hello uh, i've been um knackered at the moment i've been working on this this uh, our sort of spare bedroom so the latest on that we had a new carpet put down which is inevitably a bit thicker than the old carpet so i had to take the door off and shave a bit off the bottom of the door then we had a flat pack ikea bed show up which came in way more boxes than i would have predicted and was way heavier than i would have predicted um so that was an absolute 
exhausting beast to assemble and then and also with that something i've never seen in my life before i didn't know ikea and other places i guess did this is a vacuum packed rolled up mattress mm -hmm. so it's a good mattress but it came like rolled up and vacuum packed and then the minute you you sort of pierce the bag it starts hissing like one of those um inflatable lifeboats and then you have approximately 30 seconds to get it in place before it suddenly bursts and sort of it expands to a full-size mattress yeah in game i have been very busy doing sort of buckyball stuff um doing a nice banner for it making a tutorial video for it posting a forum thread for it creating a discord event uh doing a submission to the frontier community event calendar updating the buckyball website doing promotion quite a lot goes into a race you know and, I do, I do know. <laughs> and I have, oh, I got my, um, I finally managed to get my Her uh, Hero Ferrari invite, which I gather is, can be bugged. So I'm, I feel quite honoured to have been that's invited the, to go and visit Hero Ferrari. That's the one that you have to do the covert missions, is that right? No, the no, it's the no? low CZs. So oh, okay. All you have to do, and I realise I'm way behind people like Chris who's got five grade five gear or whatever is um <laughs> i'm i'm i had to do 10 low level combat zones but i haven't done any so it's quite fun doing those and i think i got to the point where i'd done about 12 or 14 according to my um codex and thinking hang on a minute this doesn't seem right i'm sure i've done 10 by now so i did lots of googling and apparently it's bugged and you might have to get 20 or it's a bit random but anyway finally got my invite Oh, and I discovered something on doing those low CZs, which um, is probably bloody obvious to most people, but you, you don't need to bother with frontline solutions, which is awesome. I thought you had to to get the invite. Mm, interesting. That was, my, that was my understanding. I might be completely wrong by that. I swear I've been told that before. Okay, that, okay, that, that could explain it. There seems to be a lot of fud about what does and doesn't trigger the invite. But sometimes I would just fly there in my ship and do it, and other times I'd go to frontline and take a taxi and other times I go to front line and then fly myself and think why did I bother with the tech with the front line I don't know it seems it seems a bit weird you have to go there to hand in your bonds I'm guessing mm -hmm. yeah. yeah um Kremen Kremen's just said in um in the twitch chat that you have to do 10 loads using frontline yeah, I'm front I'm line. pretty I, I was pretty sure that was the case and he's his citation is that he's done it with two accounts exactly the same way so um one can only assume that that is that is potentially correct Right. Well, I will withdraw that from um, this week's um, Mostly Clueless then and say you do need to go to Frontline Solutions. Cracking. The, the people at Frontline Solutions have got to fill the form out in triplicate and then send the, the bottom copy, the red copy, has got to get posted off to the engineer so it's officially Yeah, true. that's what that's it is, isn't it? If you go yeah, there in your own ship, they don't get their red copy. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to fill in that last copy to say that Frontline took you there. Yeah. That's it. We've we've learned. We we know the we we know the secrets. We've we've given it a, a dubious law event as well. <laughs> Chris, how are you doing? Why did I stutter your name? I know I know that name quite well. How are you doing? What have you been up to? I am all right. I'm I'm confused enough not to know my own name myself, so it's it's not too bad. Um, I'm I'm finally a bit quieter at work at the moment, which is good because I've been running about manic the last few weeks. Last week was was quite good. Obviously, after sort of chatting to you all on uh, Tuesday night, I had a, a little bit of work, and then I went off on Friday for 
Star Wars for the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. I feel that I've been revisiting old films a lot recently because uh, I went to see Superman a couple of weeks ago and uh, this week was Return of the Jedi on the big screen, which was excellent. If there's one way to pack a cinema, it seems to be showing old classics at the moment because the cinema was absolutely rammed for it. So that was really, really good. And then uh, being a bank holiday weekend, I got to chill out a little bit on uh, on Monday yesterday. Um, I went to an oat mill, an old oat mill. It's one of the last surviving oat mills, <laughs> local oat mills. Um, it's run by the National Trust and it's uh, a bit down the road. And I was like, I've never been. So, <laughs> so I went off and explored an oat mill, which has apparently been an outlander. Um, so I have been reliably informed, but I've I've not seen the show. <laughs> if ever there was some kind of way to qualify being Scottish, <laughs> <laughs> an oat mill. So, yeah. I went to an oat mill. I, I went to that. an oat mill. If if you really want to put icing on that particular cake, I then had haggis for dinner last night. I was say, did you get to so, a haggis farm just to just to like encompass the entire stereotype, you know. Did you have a, a deep fried Mars bar? That's the last bit that you need. <laughs> Is that the last bit? Is that the last? That's bit? the last bit. This is your trifecta of Scott. <laughs> Sadly, I did not manage to cover the. Uh, <laughs> I did not manage to cover it at all uh, by getting the the deep fried Mars bar. I did, did you have an iron brew? Yeah. <laughs> iron brew, iron brew. I did have. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Uh, and today I found out a recipe for, for leftover haggis is you can do haggis nachos. Um, so haggis nachos were the dinner tonight to try and use up the remainder of a haggis. So uh, there you go, just to, just to cover the full Scottish spectrum. Like a chilli kind of thing, but haggis instead on nachos. Yeah, yeah. so like instead of <gasps> putting beef, beef chilli on top, you, you, you sort of scatter some haggis in there and then you do your usual with sort of salsa and jalapenos or whatever you want to put on there and then uh, and bang it under the grill. Lovely. Oh my God, that's a, <laughs> that genuinely sounds incredible. <laughs> Wowza. <laughs> what, uh, in game. Game? <laughs> what have I done in game? What have I done in the actual game? Uh I've not done a lot. I've, I've still not completed all my suits, Alec. Uh, you'll be pleased to know. You, you could lap me. I, I, I know I'm that you're very unlikely. I have zero grade so... four stuff, let alone grade five. But yeah, I've, I've, I've just done a couple of missions. I only had a few hours in game this week, so not done tons. Though I'm, I'm kind of wanting, not spoilers for coming ahead, I'm kind of wanting to get involved in the CG this week. I might head over. I've not done a CG in ages. There's something kind of, oh, this is going to sound really 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 <laughs> stupid in comparison to everything else that happens in the world and inconsequential there is something slice of elite history about it i feel mm, the cg yeah that's kind of the vibes i'm getting it was literally i did as soon as it, this is like we'll, we'll we'll circle back around to it but as soon mm. as it popped up today i was like right we're going we have to participate <laughs> we have to have our name on some part of it 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 looks it looks really cool um what have i been up to this week um not a huge amount uh we we went and um visited this is this is dog stuff it's always dog stuff with me but we went and um for, for because ecm is happening and um rt's going to be on his own for for a couple of days um we went and um and it's august so it's really tricky we went and visit, we found a a dog border 
so um a house sort of like about half an hour's drive from us who um just like look after dogs and um will look after dogs for a couple of days and we went and visited them for the first time um last week they were bloody lovely and Artie loved them and he also Artie's a really nervous dog because we brought him up during lockdown so he didn't get a lot of other dog on dog interaction kind of thing um okay. not like that sorry i'm filling in for ben yeah i can i can <laughs> Not like that, but he he's not like, he's not very good around other dogs. He's really nervous. He's super defensive, but they've got this um, soppy uh, Labrador um, or, you know, hang on, Golden Retriever. They've got this really soppy Golden Retriever who was lovely and super patient with him. So that was cool. So um, he is, he's gone and seen them and that was really good. Um, I didn't really get up to much else. I've been, it's been a really, really busy week. One of those weeks where I've had loads of stuff on and I've been to loads of meetings and things with regarding a ton of different projects. And some of them are super secret, exciting project projects. And some of them are just stuff that I'm not in a position to be able to share anything about yet. So, um... It it feels like I've not done a lot, but I've done. I'm so busy. It's been nuts. Um, we watched. Um, I did finally get round to watching In the Heights, which is um, um, a musical by Lin-Manuel Miranda. I thought it was going to be fantastic. First half is really weak, so I was a little bit disappointed about that. I watched one of the worst um, Formula Ones of my entire life. I hated it. I hate the new sprint. Why are they doing that? It's horrible and I hate it. Please don't do... Formula Two is such a really, really good a really really good sprint format and I really love F1 to take it, but the new the teams were against it and it's rubbish. I'm going to rant for ages about it, so I will stop myself right now. I've ranted a lot about that. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that's been that's been about my week. Um, I've, yeah, it's been, it's been um, a busy, a busy non, non, non-eventful week, but really busy, I guess. Um, in game, I've also not done much. We've done, I've done a bit of maelstrom diving. We started, we did, well, I've done some maelstrom diving. I did some maelstrom diving on Thursday, um, and built a mamba specifically on the, on the advice of Clipturn, built a mamba specifically just for diving into the center and getting buffeted back by the pulse wave so I could get more of the, um, more of the wave data. Interesting. What's the thinking of the mamba? Um, it's quick and it can go. I once you sort of manoeuvre it past the um, the caustic sinks, it's pretty good at getting away when the thargoids see you. It's barely engineered. Mm. It's got um, dirty drives and um, the frame shift drivers engineered, and those are the only two things that I've got. And it's also because it's got six utility slots. It's got five caustic sinks on it with um, nice. extra ammo, and then one. Um, uh, one pulse neutralizer or yeah shutdown field neutralizer which works ever so slightly um on um work works a little bit about against the the big pulse thing as in it doesn't completely shut you down or totally mess with um your in, internals so you can keep doing it so i was just sort of like we go again we go again on that and that's really fun to to just do um and then i've also 
I also did some more of that recon, um, recon limpet on the core six ink generators to get enough of the, um, the the bits of information that you need to unlock the core six inks for for both Katie and Kremen because neither of them could be bothered to do it. So I went and went and got them, um, them that. But um, yeah, that's been. And then I I hopped over to the CG. That's literally been been about my week in elite you said something there which um made my ears prick up excuse mm -hmm. the innuendo the shutdown field neutralizer yeah the one we've already got does that make a tiny bit of difference then tiny tiny the... bit of difference i found um so, so what's uh, the deal it doesn't shut down all your modules or it doesn't, it, it, yeah it doesn't shut down all the modules so um i i find that i can i can i recover a lot quicker when i use it um, I rec recover an awful lot quicker when I use it. It doesn't. I don't get the flash of everything being turned off, um, so I I have a little bit more control. So I can go. I can go back round and do it again a bit quicker. That's interesting. Um, so so yeah, it's um, I just trying to. F it was more of like a fo a thought experiment of trying to find what are the best practices to get the materials that are inside the maelstrom because if we're if we're looking at um, like previous previous knowledge to get the stuff for the caustic sinks you have to go inside the maelstroms to get the yeah. caustic sinks oh you so, think the unlock you think for when this thing appears at the tech brokers there's going to be an unlock that needs a load of stuff potentially i'm yeah. thinking things like caustic crystals would because they're quite far in to a maelstrom i think it's like if you mark the way the way that I would do it, given what's happened already, <laughs> is the the sort of like surface level um, stuff from the maelstrom for um, the caustic sinks. And then when you get the caustic sink, sinking, you can dive a little bit further in. So the stuff like the caustic crystals and even like the data that you get from the pulse or something like that, um, even that if that would be interesting to um be be part or at least part of the unlock yeah. for the for the next thing and then once you've done that maybe then there's another wall that you have to climb over we might come on to it more but i'm bit. hoping they want some grelics actually i think that'd be a nice little twist mm -hmm. you've got to deliver a three or yeah, four grelics. for sure for sure um so yeah we've we've covered what we've been up to this week um development news wise what have the devs said this week okay not much as far as the, the what the devs have said the science museum shenanigans are still on this thursday yes, um two days can't i cannot wait Good cannot time. wait my train tickets are booked we're going it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun i can't i cannot wait to to go and and see some folks um the, and, other, and other than that we haven't had news thus far saying that the update isn't coming out on the 9th so no news is good news <laughs> surely they would wait until after they had seen everyone so that you can't sort of throw complimentary biscuits at them or, or something <laughs> <laughs> last thing last thing on uh no hang on friday it'll be friday because friday is the last working day before um tuesday so we will know on friday pretty much for sure whether or not the the update's going to come out that's interesting let i can't mm, I, yeah yeah I, i'm fing, so jealous fingers crossed. yeah so I, jealous. I feel like a science museum comment along the lines of so how are things going should uh, elicit an appropriately have i say interpretable response 
blink twice if it's coming out on time. Just look like even if we get a raised eyebrow from our a single raised eyebrow, we'll be like, okay, we're not getting our hopes up. <laughs> I don't know how they'll answer it or whether I'll even get a, ch- a, a chance to ask it. But I, but my one question I'm going to ask is, so is my race in jeopardy? Oh man! In, in any kind of way that I should know about in advance. Oh man. I'm not directly going to say Arthargoid's going to start bursting out of the tunnels and spoil my race, but I'd, I'm just going to, I think, ask if my um, race is going to go ahead as planned. Incredible. That, oh man, awesome. Okay. Arthargoid's invading the finish line. Yeah. Community news wise, again, don't forget, we've moved our community news right to the front of the show because. We want to highlight everything that's happening every week and not every four weeks. Um, so if you have an event coming up or there's a video that you've seen that you want to share that's come out recently, absolutely let us know. Tag us on Twitter is probably the best place to best place to do it or um, email info at laveradio.com. She says so tentatively. I think that's the thing. We've got all of our contact details on our website at laveradio.com. Um so community news what are the community up to we have a very um a very beautiful picture from um amatwidal <laughs> i'm going with amatwidal um who shared a beautiful image from um swallers with a bunch of numbers after it um on reddit there are always majestic things to find out in the black that reddit post was was made that planet is super close it is. I love it. I love all the sort of scratches on its surface as well. I know. It looks battle scarred, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool look to <laughs> it. It's seen some things, that planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's had a hard run, isn't it? It's it's the sort of green patches and that on it as well, the different colours. I, I, I quite like that. Yeah. It really does look like it's been scratched by, um, yeah, I don't know, like a scratched tabletop or something. Yeah. Stressed. It's also. You'd think with it looking a bit like that, that you'd be able to see the tessellation a little bit more. And I think that's kind of a good example for not... Be- like, even I'm looking at the, the two, yeah. like, black line marks as well. Yeah. It's They're not exactly the same, so... That really has quietened down, hasn't it, that um, that tessellation issue? I think I think maybe just, like, through many, many updates, they've been slowly just, like, playing with it and messing with it again and again i'm sure there are still some that you can find i'm not saying it's yeah the um, um the uh the heat map effect of using the detailed surface scanner you still sort of see it in that because it, obviously it suddenly makes everything monochrome it's sort of blue or not blue and it highlights little repeat repeating patterns in the blue sometimes but and also i haven't that's seen really- it outside of that yeah, it's also that's kind of like where all of the, the important things are and stuff, you know. Yeah. So um, it, it's trying to, it, it's using AI and as we well know, AI is not infallible. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful image. Um, that's very cool. Um, the folks over at Morpheus Mining Corporation um, were in touch to let uh, let us know that they've run several mining operations throughout the year possibly one um at least once one a month um they use carriers and they jump to systems for offloading um allowing commanders to make upwards of 400 million credits per run um you can join commander project 676 and the rest of morpheus mining at their discord there is a link in the show notes where you can go and see that and 
Commander Project 676 sent me a hell of a lot of Im images and stuff with regard to the Morpheus Mining Corporation. They d they go hard with their um, with their PR, and that was my favourite. So I shared the one with the with the with the uh, these ships um, in right. the in the atmosphere. I think it's beautiful. It's a really good a really good um, image. So thank you so much for getting in touch. Um, really, really cool stuff, and the Discord is linked in the show notes. Yeah, I should do one of these. I know, I know, there's quite a few groups who sort of do these um, coordinated mining runs occasionally, and they look like yeah. a good laugh. Actually, you know, a nice social event because it's not too intense. So I, I, I would imagine I've not done one that it's a nice opportunity to sort of, you know, chat while all doing a, a, a sort of communal. Thing. I need to I need to do one soon. I need to do some sort of mining. I've got like 27 iron on my entire ship and I need more than that to be able to um you need synthesize more anything. For the SRP repairs in the next buckyball alone. Oh crap. I don't have time to do that. <laughs> Just going on a on a prayer at this point. Um yeah, Morpheus Mining Corporation, do do check them out, please. Next on, we have um, Commander Beetletude. You may have heard of her. She's got um, an amazing, amazing artist. She has been in touch to let me know that she is currently working on a book of her artwork. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. She's got yeah, hundreds and hundreds of images that she's she's going to put into it. We have um, we have some of them, some of the images here that. Um, uh, the I think I, I think I put the first three pages in here. It is this what she's doing, and some of the stuff on the later pages with um, that she's the way she's using color in these images is oh my god, it's so beautiful. She's done such a good such a good job. Um, so, so I don't know how she plans to release it, but you could actually. I don't know what size the audience for it would be, but you could go quite fancy on this, couldn't you? I mean, I would, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would actually pay good money for a really nice bound kind of physical thing of this. But I think I, she's looking into that. I think, I think she's looking into that at the moment while she's, while she's been making, um, making these, she's been, um, she's been looking into all of this. So, oh, um, such a lovely thing. It looks amazing. I, I would love to see that. And and um, if if you've not seen Beetle Jude's YouTube before as well, uh, seeing her putting one of these pictures together is amazing. She sort of does these sped up videos of of creating the artwork, and it's done yeah. really. I always find those amazing because it's not kind of intuitive if you're not an artist, I suppose. So, so, mm. so the order that some of the layers goes in, you think she's just covered it all up again. What the hell? And then it kind of exposes <laughs> itself again, and you, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's just a talent that I've not got art like that. I can maybe draw a stick figure, and that's about as far as it can go. But yeah, you know, yeah, to see the process, to see to, to be able to see in advance what order you need to put these layers down in, and mm. yeah, I wish I, I wish I could do anything in like uh, in real life rather than any <laughs> of the any of the stuff that I do is digital. Any sort of like thing that I make. It, it is stuff that I can just press on do and it's gone if I don't like it. But I I lack both the skill and the patience to be able to make something as beautiful of the stuff that, that Jude does. Um, she's an absolute, absolutely incredible artist. But yeah, hopefully we'll we we'll hear we'll hear some more, but that was just a, a little teaser of um of Jude's hopeful, hopefully new book. <laughs> um we also have is is this one that you've added alec 
This is me. Yeah, it, it, I, I don't know if it qualifies. Well, it sort of qualifies. It's it's a year old, um, but I literally only just spotted it um, two days ago. I think I can't remember how I spotted it. Somebody recommended, or you know, somebody tweeted about it. Um, so this is Commander Forty Two, possibly not making YouTube's anymore. It's a bit sort of hasn't been much activity on the channel, but there is this absolutely incredible pair of um exploration videos each about 20 minutes long i guess called the personal odyssey parts one and two um the the cinematography is is stunning and beautiful and you know really interesting there's sort of long shots and close-ups and uh, the music is incredible there's a narrative that's done with um text to speech so there's like his voice and then the voice of his ship and then we also get some flashbacks and stuff um so it's got this kind of a beautiful story uh, running through it. it's really really well done and um, definitely worth shouting out because um i don't know it just sort of I, I missed it and i think people need should see it for sure absolutely i just like i've just opened it up i'm not um watching watching it with any music or anything but just from a quick first glance that looks bloody stunning yeah, and to think that was that was well filmed done. a year ago as well as it's got its comedy as comedy moments as well it's really well done yeah i only got to hear a little bit of the uh, the start of it with the computer generated voices and it was it was a bit of fun and then i had to start doing the show and i was like no now i've got to pause yeah. it now <laughs> yeah. yeah it's good awesome awesome we'll definitely take a we'll definitely take a look at that um hey anything starting on saturday that might be quite interesting alec yeah, we've, we've talked a lot about this, but yes, the Buckyball race uh, actually starts this Saturday. Um, and I posted the forum thread up early because you do need to do a bit of prep for this one. Um, although the start line is prescribed and the place where you go and get a Thargoid sensor is prescribed, you, you're free to go and find um, Thargoid structures to land at i've i've recommended two they're perfectly good if people don't want not into route planning the two i've recommended will um will get you a perfectly decent time i suspect but you can go to various websites and plan your own and then there's some faffing that you kind of have to do unfortunately so in order to get these things to show up in your nav panel when you're in the middle you know when you're trying to do it quickly you sort of need to have been there once already with a surface scanner and probe the thing and um, and it's also the if you haven't been to Thargoid structures before the the layout is worth getting to know because some of the tunnels are blocked and so if you're in the middle of a fast run and you happen to park your ship right next to a blocked tunnel then that's a bit annoying and you that's have to worst. drive around that's the, the worst man so yeah it's worth getting a bit of practice in and it's great to see that lots of people a lot of new people as well are really getting stuck into this and uh, spreadsheets are being built and um, yeah, so um, I think it's going to be a busy week for me next week. Awesome. What I'm banking on, what I'm banking on, actually, is that it proves so difficult. Actually, there was a lovely quote. Who was this? This was, was it William? can't remember. The guy on the forum, might have been William, had this great quote about this race uh, where they said it's, what was the phrase? Um, it's complete, not compete. Mm. basically meaning it's going to be a tough one just to finish and he's not worried too much about what you know how well they do in the uh, on the leaderboard it's yeah. aiming more to complete the race than compete in at the moment and i think that's a good attitude it is quite a tricky one yeah so i'm banking on it being so difficult that i don't actually have many um 
submissions to to adjudicate. You're banking on people rage quitting. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> Lots of participate participation but nobody actually finishing people filling in forms going alec you're a wanker yeah, that's, that's what i'm going for <laughs> that's oh, all, I can't all wait. names <laughs> start saturday and runs all week to the following sunday oh god i'm gonna i'm going to endeavor at some point to squeeze it in it's it's a uh, it's you see, my runs are going to have to be done after the update, and that upsets me more than you could possibly know. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that as well. There's an update. In yeah. The... What will be will be. Is there a parent policy on that? Yeah, 100%. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, there might, like, here's a question. If it just so happens that all of a sudden everything out of Thargoid Base is proper aggro and the worst, um, and uh, and other gun-toting Thargoids jump up from under the ground and they start attacking you. If you take a screenshot of them as well, will you give me one minute and 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. if you can get a, 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 an on-foot Thargoid's face splattered on your windscreen, then that gets you a two-minute bonus. <laughs> Wild. How many attempts did it take for you to do? You've done a very helpful sort of video, sort of speed run video showing where yeah, to take screenshots yeah. and everything. It's quite How smooth, many attempts it? did it take for you to get that or was that just first time lucky? No, it wasn't the first time, um, but it wasn't loads. But yeah, the thing is for a demonstration one, you, you want it to be, it doesn't need to be super fast as long as it's just smooth and, you know, calmly and smoothly goes through the, all the stages. And yeah, you know, I was quite pleased with it for that. Mm -hmm. Awesome. It even includes um, a hyperdiction, which is nice because I wanted to illustrate that. And it includes the bug where the bloody Thargoid link won't drop to the ground. And so that was quite nice, actually, because I wanted to illustrate that and what to do if that happens. Yeah, that walkthrough video is fantastic. It's so well done as well, because you take that time to just sort of like zoom in at the sections, just proving the things that you need and all that. I love that. Love that for us. It's great. Good. Yeah, that was that was new. I've never tried that before, but I thought I would in the video not just demonstrate the run, but demonstrate the the screenshot moments and mm. sort of highlight what I'm looking for in those screenshots. Yeah, yeah. No, that was def that was awesome. Because maybe people um some people might realize this, but every screenshot we ask for, it, it serves a purpose. So, for example, the reason we ask for the time in every screenshot is so we can put them in order and make sure that you did A, then B, then C, then D, and not the wrong way around, you know. So, that, so the time I always look at to make sure that the set of screenshots is in the right order. Um, and then there's, there's things like, you know, if you want to show, if you want to, if a race involves cargo and you quite like to people to prove that they started out without any cargo i.e you know they didn't start with the things already in their ship and sort of cheat or whatever um, an easy way to do that is to get a screenshot of the commodity screen don't even need to be buying or selling anything particularly but just a screenshot of the commodity screen because bottom right it shows your inventory is zero top right you've got the time and top left it shows what station you're at so little things like that are brilliant yeah it's it's it it's really and also people there are people brewski who will look to see what they can do to get around it as well and how can how you can bend the rules as much as possible so it's also yeah. like an exercise in you being fastidious as well and making sure that you've not yeah. hit, hit any loopholes or anything like that you know, all the rules and all this checking it's really not to catch cheats i, I don't i'm not aware of anyone ever actively trying to cheat there's no prizes so what the hell's the point mm. but, um 
people genuinely miss things out or do things in the wrong order or make mistakes and if they suddenly end up winning that's a bit embarrassing if you know that only comes out later because some people put their heart and soul into trying to win and if someone makes a mistake and wins that's not that's not fair so it's really just about checking that people have done the right things in the right order and um yeah, yeah, just keep keeping it fair and watching for mistakes rather than looking for cheaters. Yeah. Because what would be the fucking yeah. point of cheating in a buckyball race where there's no prices? <laughs> um, like, I mean, clout, clout is nothing when we find out that you've cheated. <laughs> um, the SLV survey. Yeah, should I talk to this as well? Because I, yes, I, I haven't tried it. I meant to try it. So maybe I should come back to this. Um, but it's it's another one of these planetary assistance sort of third party apps. So I've talked about a thing called SRV Tracker before. Um, there's EDDI, which has these nice plugins, which mean that when you scan plants, it it does things like when it tells you when you've walked far enough to to scan the next one. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've covered the minimum distance. Yeah, uh, you observatory spoke, does that as well. It's awesome. Yeah, right. And you spoke last week about something that tells you about your materials. The materials help. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so this is another in that vein. Um it caught my eye because it's available on the Microsoft store. So it's kind of been done quite um I don't know. It seemed like quite a nice classy official way to download it if you're into that sort of thing it says i'll just read it out because i haven't tried it it says srv survey is a independent third-party app for use with elite it provides on-screen assistance when a player is near a planet in the srv on foot or in ships and its three functions are tracking the location of organic scans and the distance required for next scan um, ground target tracking aiming guidance towards latitude longitude coordinates and um oh at guardian sites it tracks visited areas and the locations of items within guardian ruins which sounds pretty cool uh it works by analyzing journal files and uses this information to render overlay windows on top of the game updated in real time as the player moves about so sounds pretty cool just haven't tried it yet the screenshot on the on the store page looks really smart yeah, it looks like it's been done very professionally. So I have I have mm. high hopes for it, but um, I just need to give it a go. Yeah, it, it's definitely like one of those ones that we need to keep an eye on. And are you, if you get chance between buckyball races, Alec, or at some point to give it a go, do report back on that. Um, I might give it a go myself because it looks really right, fun. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. And just like one one further piece of um uh bits um and it's a tiny tiny wee bit of self-promotion but providing the update does happen update 15 does happen on tuesday hell if it happens on wednesday or thursday um during that downtime section um last time there was a downtime for update 14 um i, I was gonna say me but mostly katie <laughs> mostly katie anna put together a um elite dangerous quiz um that we did during the downtime um to just fill a little bit of space um and whenever the downtime for update 15 is that'll be that'll be over on on my twitch channel i imagine kate is probably writing some questions right now um but we'll we'll um we'll see but yeah do you not writing them now okay great <laughs> <laughs> oh no 
So, um, yeah, I'm using using the lovely Psychical and Simon's Quiz um format, so you can um fill in you can bring a team you can participate um we we did it last time and it went last down time and it went down really really well people got a lot a lot out of it so we're gonna do it again um for um shenanigans and fun times um so i think we've spoken enough for a moment so we're gonna take a short break and then we'll come back with the in-game events hey commanders this is mick from crazy mix reptile emporium and warehouse Due to a hysterical ordering mishap and not reading the fine print, I'm currently in possession of over 10,000 snakes, many of which are deadly, so everything must go. We have anacondas, asps, cobras, diamondbacks, fertilants, keelback, crates, mambas, pythons, sidewinders and vipers, none of which are capable of spaceflight without being strapped to a rocket. Need a pet for your cockpit? Buy a snake! Need to scare your mother-in-law and give her a heart attack for the insurance money? Buy a snake! Need to fill a beluga full of snakes to assassinate a witness on their way to a Federation courthouse? Buy many snakes! Bulk discounts are available at Crazy Mix Reptile Emporium and Warehouse. You can find us in the Lave Business Directory or visit us at the former site of Sensible Michael's Shipyard and Outfitting Warehouse. Will somebody get these mother snakes out of my mother warehouse? Protecting settlements from villainous scum, it's Settlement Patrolman. The action figure every child wants. Wearing the all-new Manticore Dominator suit with light-up jump assist thrusters. Press his backpack to hear Settlement Patrol Man speak. Not seen you around here before, Commander. Is that a Karma P-15 in your pocket, or are you just pleased to see me? Hey, don't point out at me. When the warm sound Settlement Patrol Man rides into action in his surface reconnaissance vehicle with pop-up turret and glow-in-the-dark wheel trims. Settlement Patrol Man. Surface reconnaissance vehicle and action figure sold separately. Available from branches of Lave Toy Depot and other retailers. Microelectrode, ion battery, and circuit switch not included. So, the in-game events. What has happened this week? Well, last Thursday, um, the CG that was the imped and the feds fighting was um, halted, due to, um, halted due to a convoy tragedy. Um, basically, there was some... <laughs> Anti, according to the Galnet, there were some anti-Xeno supply, supply ships that got murderificated in the um, in the tussle, as it were, and everyone went, oh my god, what are we doing? We shouldn't be fighting each other when there's a great big bloody war on. Still paid off everybody, all of the um, rewards for the CG, and then when you know what, it's probably better that we don't fight each other when we actually fight the Thargoid threat. Um, that that was... sensible. Yeah, see, I mean, I mean, <laughs> did the um, did the CG actually get interrupted then? Kind of no, I just halted prematurely. It just finished. It just oh, finished okay. like it That's normally finishes. Um, right. but it, it a little bit of flavor text was like um. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 there's other there's bigger fish to fly. Um, I think the I think the gownet dropped on at like ten a.m. something like that. So it was a little earlier than a usual gownet. Um, but the the conflict zones were still there for a little while. I don't know. It, it, tick related nonsense. I would say we also got a subsequent um, gownet on the same day, um, confirming that Aegis's prototype thyroid pulse neutralizers were succeeded in allowing transit through the energy surge at the centre of a maelstrom. So this was our first oh moment in that um, Albert Tessero uh, made a big statement saying, "Hey, we've done it. We've done it with one um, 
some of these probes which had these thyroid pulse neutralizers attached to them actually started returning data and then tanner chipped in and said we've been fighting with them as well and using them in the place of um, shutdown field neutralizers and they're working just as well so it this, this um, Gannett article did three things. It confirmed that they're coming and it looks like we're going to be able to get to the centre of the maelstrom at some point in the not-too-distant future. Confirmed um, that it was, it's was it got something to do with unclassified relics and also confirmed that you wouldn't need to have a utility slot for a shutdown field neutraliser and a Thargoid points neutraliser. So in a, a, a bit of like statements it in exposition through statements it confirmed three things which i thought was really really cool it's neat and it, it kind of backs up what you were saying earlier about the reverse you know that, that both these devices seem to use a similar effect and mm. so it's it's quite it's nice that it works as a shutdown field neutralizer as well absolutely absolutely because i was sort of like what if what if these um and we're again we we've we've talked about this at length we're going to probably talk about it at length still some more today but what if these um fancy new thargoids that they that they showed off on on the stream a couple of weeks back what if they're in the center of the maelstrom and i've taken in my mamba which doesn't have anything on it if i can take in a crate mark too and literally switch out the um the shutdown field neutralizer for this um thargoid pulse neutralizer that's going to be something else that i can take in and take in and use it sort of covers what i was saying last week about the ship being laden and defensive components so at least now you've still got some free utility slots mm. yeah the one thing that's um i find a bit worrying is the comment about its weight and power draw being greater because my maelstrom chieftain is a bit low on power so i might have to do some some rethinking there so if we if we use uh, the Xeno scanner, I mean this might not be right, but the Xeno scanner is four times the power draw of uh, the advanced Xeno scanner is four times the power draw of the other one. I wonder if it will be something similar, which means it will it won't it won't be a huge increase. But the fact that it does it's not just like an advanced shutdown field neutralizer kind of makes me think that it might even be a little bit more. Um, engine uh, or power heavy yeah yeah we'll see i might have to do spot of engineering but then that makes me worry because that starts making the thing get hotter mm. I, I love all this maelstrom stuff there's some really nice um uh shipbuild balancing going on here yeah for sure a module you know um pros and cons and sort of it's good it's good stuff on the 28th of april we had um our our monthly thargoid war update um kind of pointing out that we're doing with we're pushing back we're doing okay it's um uh that like it's slightly it's slightly sort of beginning to turn around a little bit um they there was a that i do want to point out i do want to point out one thing because it made me laugh um as for azimuth biotech without the genius of salvation they seem unable to contribute meaningfully despite still claiming to be the leading anti-xeno specialists there are rumor that ceo torben raidmaker has been in contact with several weapons and industrial manufacturers presumably with a view to building corporate links to which my thoughts were if you have the personality of a teaspoon you are not going to get those corporate links that you need like yeah salvation was a bit of a dick 
but he was interesting with it. <laughs> he was flam. He was flamboyant in his dickishness. Yeah, fl- yeah. <laughs> flamboyantly evil. <laughs> flamboyant evil. You know, rather than just boring evil. You know, we're all used to boring evil. You know, you got to put a bit of effort in if you want to get the proper corporate ties. Exactly. Exactly. I just don't think I don't, I don't think it's working for him because there's 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 no personality that comes from Torben, and also <laughs> the. Tro- they haven't done particularly well. They don't have a great track record <laughs> mm. that old Azimuth, do they? We haven't so, done this for a while, but I was just looking at the DCOH Overwatch to see how uh-huh. things are going generally. And there's a nice, there is a nice flattening of the curve of the number of Thargoids controlled systems. So they've got 1,182 systems now, which is quite a lot. But when you look at the growth curve, there's this nice flattening off. Yeah. Yeah. The, it feels like, and um, there was a thing from AXI like that um that basically where was it they do like a um an, a, a post every sort of day like a defense targets post and it it says um they have like this image that they go that they put with it and it says priority all invasions repelled and i don't think i've oh, ever nice. seen that any before on that um so and there's loads of green and there's loads of positive stuff like we're mm-hmm. Everyone's uh, got this. Yeah, yeah, we've got this until Tuesday when it all ramps up and it's all going to be terrible again. We've just managed to like flatten that curve. Oh man, that's that's it. Couldn't have worked out better for them, really. That's so funny. Um. Anyway, we had that. Um. Then on the first of May, Rackham fundraiser secures political backing. Um. And this was a really interesting article, maybe for not a lot of people, but it was for me. Um, it was basically um, Rackham had a party. Rackham had a party. He held a gala ball on the day of the Met Gala. He he held a gala as well for some of the Federation's wealthy and influential um, elite as a fundraiser because he can't use his own wealth to pay for his presidential b- bid. You know, you know, the deal, all of that kind of stuff. Um and it started mentioning like loads of new loads of names in this article. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. There's new players. There are new names being there are new names being mentioned. So celebrity PR consultant Anna Anya Black River, um, Elias Metaxas, Neve McFarlane, um, Sura Okean, and Randolph Plaskett. And I was like, oh, these are new names. This is really exciting. But no! <laughs> Sura Okean is the only name that has never been mentioned before. All of the rest of them have been mentioned in, in Galnet articles already, like quite quite historical ones. Yeah, I was listening to um, uh, Pete and Jude's Galnet News Digest this morning when they recapped this. And um, yeah, they did a bit of a deep dive on yeah. it. Like one of them was the person who bought one of the winking cat's pictures. Or, uh-huh. it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and it really Elias... smacks. It sort of paints a perfect picture of this sort of um, sort of rich blokes celebrity, you know, a, a B-list celebrity party with all these um, all these famous <laughs> people from the past few years of Galnet turning up. I love it. Yeah, it 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 was. I, I was like, I I I I must admit, I didn't catch I didn't catch that um that Galnet. I will I will endeavour to go back and watch it. But that I was just like. When I was talking to Kate, um, Katie about it, and she um, she messaged me, she's like, "None of them are new, Claire. None of these people are new." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is really clever that they sort of delve back into this this history and um, 
and got got some got some new stuff uh and and picked out these names and stuff i just thought it was really clever and a little nod to like the history of elite i think that's great yeah the funny thing reading this now because i hadn't actually read the gelnet and reading it now i thought you know the way Wotherspoon will sort of you know make stuff up a little bit or put put his own spin on these stories I thought he'd made up the just like me slogan as a kind nope. of nod, nod to President Trump's sort of sloganing. And the fact that it actually says just like me in this Galnet article is quite funny. It's <laughs> madness, isn't it? It's so, um, it's very much our uh, imitating life. Um, and yeah. no one is going to miss these, um, these little nods and references and stuff. But I, I'm, I am all over it. I love it so much. Um, so yeah, that was quite exciting. That was really, really cool. And then today, in a move that I was really, really hoping for, but couldn't, like, wasn't too sure about, we had a CG drop on a Tuesday, and you know what that means. Um, so the CG um, is a resources needed for the Thargoid Pulse Neutralizer. It's going to run for a week until 6am on um, Tuesday the 9th. That's funny because isn't there something happening at six a.m. next Tuesday? All right, all right. If that's when the, if that's when the server's going down, <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a um, there's two separate CGs. There is a um, a resource gathering CG and there is a bounty handing in CG. Bounty handing in CG is great because there are two Hazrest sites that are right next to the station where you have to hand them in. So that's really cracking. Um, the items are a bit there's not a huge profit to be had for the items so it's more doing them as a a labor of love than for for anything else but um they the the resources that they need are some of like the smaller stuff um i'm very glad that they didn't say that the resources that they need include unclassified relics um because what then what they're actually doing is um getting the cobalt iron distributors and power converters to create a manufacturing and distribution base as opposed to actually creating the items which i thought was quite a fun twist on it yeah yeah what yeah so so here's what i think's interesting about this just i read some speculation on the forum just just before coming on the show actually so the thing with this is that the only the top 10 commanders not the top 10 percent the top 10 commanders will get a free thargoid pulse neutralizer mm-hmm. everyone else is going to have to go to um mega ships and unlock them i guess a bit like the caustic sinks that's a very i don't have we had one of those before where only 10 people get a free thing i think there's been like prestige paint jobs that have been given to the top okay. 10 commanders because the speculation that i read which is i thought was cool is that if this thing is going to let you get past the pulse and into the center of the maelstrom, and there's clearly a thing in the center of the maelstrom which everyone is going to want to share on socials, there are 10 lucky people who are going to have a little bit of a head start on being the one who gets to share the picture of what's in the center on Twitter, if those 10 people happen to be that way inclined. They, they haven't said where the module is going to be stored. So I would put the module on the other side of the bubble. So that the put it in Colonia. <laughs> Colonia, yeah. In Colonia. Your yeah, free the mod- module the is collection. Because <laughs> I'm easy. Collect yours uh, from Jacks. Get, get the bartender just to give you, they'll give you one of those. Um, you have to say the special phrase to the bartender and they'll give you a, 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 a well, neutralizer. But, 
but that could that just could be a deliberate thing of frontier to say let's there's going to be rather than hundreds of people rushing to be the first one to post screenshots of what's at the center it could just be a deliberate ploy to to give 10 people a little bit of a head start i don't know i thought it was an interesting perspective yeah providing that they work for it you know you work for it and you're gonna get that reward everyone else is gonna have to Mm. make sure that stock up on i don't know everything because we don't know what what we're gonna need in order to get there um to get to unlock them oh man that does sound that does sound really i really like that i saw a little bit of like pushback on the for- like who who would imagine that on the elite dangerous for um forum there is pushback from people going oh that's not fair um why like why are you uh, rewarding the players yeah. who aren't casual well because because we we're going to reward them for putting in the effort and doing the more thing. Also, yeah. it guarantees it also guarantees that it will get to tier one. I'm pretty sure it will get to tier one anyway, but it guarantees it in this instance. I don't know. It it, it it'll cause an interesting split because there'll be a relatively small number of people. Oh, maybe I'm wrong, but I would have thought there'd be a relatively small number of people who reckon they might they could be one of the top ten. I mean, I won't. I'd give. I I sort of read that and thought, well, I. I'll do the CG, but I'm not going to do it a lot mm-hmm. because there's no way I'm going to be one of the top ten. Yeah. But then I guess I, I guess the people that do think they're in with a chance will really push this. Will really go for this. The top ten commanders so far have delivered between nine thousand eight hundred and forty and twenty thousand three hundred and eighty-four. Where are you getting so that's that? That's what you're looking at. That's on. That was what was on um, Enara. Like the last time before I refreshed it. Okay, because I'm looking now and it, I'm seeing 6 million, between 6 million and 72 million, if you want to be top 10 at the moment. That is the bounties. Uh, you're right. I'm looking at the wrong page. Thank you. So so if, you, if you're in the top 10 of the bounty hunting one, do you also get the... Um, yes. yes. Yeah. So um, on both. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, the top ten, um, yeah, and that and that's weird as well because top twenty-five is saying from ten million to twenty-one million. So it's it obviously it's going to change, but at the moment that's what it's it's looking like on um, on um, Inara, which mean which would mean that I'm still in the top ten after like a couple of hours that I did earlier today, um, which is, I'm certain is not the case. I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to be in the top 50% by the time it's done. There's also going to be um, the top 75% of contributors will receive an Aegis paint job, um, uh, one for the Clipper, one for the Federal Gunship, and one for the Alliance Crusader. So ticking off all of the superpowers on ships that aren't really used that often in Thargoid combat. But, you know... Typical Aegis. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Thanks, Aegis. Really appreciate that. Well, Do we know what this looks like? Yeah, we I don't. We it wasn't um, the last thing I saw when people were asking about it on the forums was Flossy saying we might have it tomorrow. Okay. So um, fingers crossed, we might have an idea what it looks like. I imagine what what <laughs> what if it looks like a blue triangle? <laughs> it's just all triangles. <laughs> triangle. What if, <laughs> what if Aegis Rampart is a blue triangle? Oh man, that'd be amazing! I'm here for it. Um, yeah, and that was that was the in-game um events this week, which means it is that time of the week again. Score alert! In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your eyes.
nothing, naffle, zip, nada. You know what? We need like a an ambient. We need Jay and Trax to do us an ambient version of of the uh, straw alert song, which we play when there's nothing. Like sad music. Do 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 do. I won't see any more of it. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully, it might mean that we get some new stuff with update fifteen. <laughs> Who knows? Um, it it would be it would be nice. It would be it would be nice for on foot stuff to get a little bit of love. I'd love some new guns, new gun skins and stuff. Who knows? Who bloody knows? Alec? Yeah, Chris, I just wondered if you had a chance to go back and um, confirm your suspicion that Arf dropped a hint <laughs> about ship kits. Um, I, I am still taking it that he dropped a hint about ship kits. Uh, okay. That's that still in my head, that I think we're getting ship kits. And potentially, if there's uh, Aegis, Aegis uh, paint jobs floating well, about... Well recovered, I appreciate it. But... Well recovered, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if there's paint jobs floating about, there's the chance that there might be some that are, you know, released to the public to buy in addition to the exclusives that may get released. Um, you never know. So some yeah. of that might come along. But I'm, I'm pretty convinced that I've put a little teaser of ship kits in there, but maybe it's wish, wishful thinking from my yeah. side, and I'm reading, I'm reading too much to Arf. You're going to need to get him to raise an eyebrow when you see him on Thursday night. I've got this. I've got this. I'm all over this. Science um, Museum exclusive ship kits. We're just going to hand out <laughs> codes to the people that are there, and we'll be the only people in the world no. to have them. <laughs> no, the, lo- the last time that they did a... that It was like all the um, azimuth um paint jobs that were rewards and then there was all of a sudden there was a shit ton of azimuth paint jobs on the on the store wasn't there there was all different types mm. of oh man yeah true oh no, that's was a lot of stuff. that's raised my eyebrow yes yeah, so we might we might get we might get a bit of a bit of stuff going into the uh you know for maelstrom diving or whatnot we may get some bits that are tied in or it's or it's going to be drip fred drip fred drip fed uh, for the rest of the uh, uh you know for the update once it once it comes out we'll be getting little bits because on the last frame shift they didn't have a new seasonal drop yet that was still in the works for the twitch drops so we know that they are working on a new seasonal drop as well and normally mm-hmm. that ties into something new that goes into the store too I think I, we're kind of in that little spot yeah. before the update drops where they're like, well, we're not going to throw everything out now. So, you know. I was expecting, I am I am still kind of expecting maybe, maybe tomorrow. Ooh, could be. Maybe tomorrow they might put out, no, not tomorrow, Thursday. Maybe Thursday they might put out something going, oh, hey, there's going to be Twitch drops. Next um next week to celebrate the launch, there's, there's going to be something that would be that would be my guess. Um, if so, something's coming, I think that normally the last time they did an update, there were um uh like they released the update, there were Twitch drops around it. That's the that's my reasoning behind there that we there might be some more Twitch drops, um coming. Mm. No, it's a it's a good way to draw people in, especially when yeah. you've got sort of new content to show off because people love collecting the drops, you know. Mm, for sure, for sure. We we're gonna have a break and then when we come back, we will come back with our main discussion. Dreams. Humanity's dreams. The hope to live among the stars. From early times we've gazed up to the heavens and wondered if one day we could travel there maybe even live there the brewer corporation has made 
this dream a reality. Constructing intricate cathedrals of metal, circling numerous planets across thousands of systems in our human bubble. Why stay rooted in a gravity well when you can be free in orbit? Free to dream, free to live, and one day to become a commander and be free to blaze your own trail. Brewer Corporation, the first step into the unknown. Come join us. Be free. New from Azimuth Biotech, it's Tickle Me Thargoid. Tickle Me Thargoid is fun for all the family. Teach your little anti-Xeno commander the difference between an Orthrus and a Cyclops, a Basilisk and a Medusa. Count the hearts. One, two, three, four. It's a Cyclops. Teach them their weakness and how to exploit them. Now rip out the hearts. One by one. I don't want to. Do it. Using the tool. Do it. Now stomp on its face. Smash its face in. I've got them. Tickle Me Thargoid. Available now from branches of Lave Toy Depot and other retailers. We're going to have to do a new one of those. We'll have to do a new one of those with, um, with the new Thargoid when we find out what its name is and all of all of that nonsense. Um, yeah, that made that um, with a caution on the end saying some of these have actually been found to contain razor blades. <laughs> yeah, me, me, <laughs> sharp and pointy. Yeah, watch your hands. Yeah, very, very sharp and pointy. Yeah, do a product recall. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god we have to we have like okay i let sounds like a job for let's write and fig we'll get let's it write sorted. it down let's, uh, let's write it down let's write it down <laughs> <laughs> okay um so as it was really really well pointed out towards last week um we got to the end of our discussion about predictions for update um 15 and we'd only covered thargoids we'll probably cover thargoids again today um but we only we literally only covered thargoids and we got to the end of the week and um at end of the session and um okm when yeah well what about salvation and sarah janae it's wild to <laughs> yeah, think that that's not we finished yet <laughs> i was like oh shit <laughs> so totally avoiding the thargoid sitch is there anything else that either of you would either like to see or kind of predict is coming within update 15 or do you think it's going to be solely Thargoid related? Yeah, the question last week that we were sort of discussing in particular was what is the thing that Arthur was alluding to that we're going to have to find for ourselves? Mm -hmm. And then we focused entirely on Thargoid stuff. And yeah, Guardian. Um, I mean, there has to be something inside the Maelstrom. Yeah. So, so that's a given. And we've got this new Thargoid variant. So, so that's a given. So this is interesting because, you know, all this storyline about um, Salvation and Guardian 
is not for nothing. Yeah. So there is definitely, I, I feel like there's definitely something Guardian coming. But is it the thing that we're going to have to look for? So I will, I will confess, actually, that when my buckyball race is on, um, and I'm allowed to do this because I'm the judge, so what the hell, I am probably going to get a few runs in. And then on Tuesday, or I suppose it will be Wednesday, I'm probably going to leave um, the Pleiades and leave the races to their business. And I think I am going to head back to Guardian Space and try all sorts of Guardian stuff. And I'm going to try making Grelics. And I, so that's the side of the game I think I might well push first in my pursuit of the thing that Arthur reckons we're going to have to look for, actually. Mm. I don't quite know what I'm expecting to find. I would. I would love it. I, I, I've been trying to imagine, you know, in, today in leading up to having this discussion this evening, how I'd like it to play out. You know, the Guardian sites are already quite sort of spooky and you drive around them. And But I'm trying to imagine what I would expect to happen. We already have, you know, things rising up out of the ground and shooting at us. Yeah. I haven't got a clue, to be honest. I, I couldn't really come up with how I wanted it to play out. But I just have my suspicions that that might be a thing. Yeah. What? What if it was nothing at the ground site, Guardian? The, mm. the ground site remained the same. However, you suddenly get interdicted by something that isn't a Fargoid, isn't yeah. a commander. It's something Guardian, similar to when the Fargoid interdiction suddenly started happening. Yeah, I suppose so. It's a bit, it's a bit of a replay of, of that scenario, there, yeah. I suppose. But, yeah, it's... But, but we haven't really, have we seen, no, we haven't really seen we haven't really seen guardian ships obviously have we we've seen these little ground site things but they're they're just um we we have the fighters really. we have the, the fighters we, we have the beacons and the, yeah the, the beacons in space the beacons that are like a gang like i'm talking to everybody right here right now um if you haven't gone and done a guardian beacon if you haven't gone and experienced all of that for yourself i don't care how many times you've watched somebody else do it when you actually go and experience that for the first time, it is legitimately one of the more one of the more incredible sights that you can you can see um, in in the game. Just the spectacle of it. The fact that you only have to do it three times to get all three ships is criminal. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I will go back and I will do that over and over again. It's it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's super um, cool. It's not difficult either. No, absolutely. Um, it, it's like entry level easy. You can do it in a DBX with something. It's fine. Um, the the thing for the thing for me that I I just get the impression that Frontier are um, itching for that hype addiction moment. That that thing to just come out of the blue, um, like we like we had back along um, in. I want to say I want to say it was beyond when we first got. When we when we got the first um, Thargoid, Thargoid um, uh, high predictions, and nobody knew what the hell it was, and they hadn't sung and danced about it. Like like as you were saying, Alec, we are expecting to go and see something at the centre of the maelstrom. Yeah, there has to be. I mean, the 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 outcry. If there was nothing, there has to be. I mean, <laughs> can you imagine if you get there and it's literally just a hydra going, "Hiya!" <laughs> a hydra wearing a very big coat. Uh, yeah, actually, th this is a bit cheeky. In a trench coat. 
this is a bit cheeky. I don't know if this is this is sort of off etiquette or not, but um, so Liz Screws were discussing this, and I was just listening to it today, and and they sort of left a thought hanging, which I, I wouldn't mind just picking up on for a sure, second. Sure, absolutely. Which was an intriguing idea that at the, I, I suppose I am just assuming that what will be at the centre of the maelstrom will be a physical object, an asset that Frontier have designed and built, which will represent the Thargoid hive ship. I. I've sort of convinced myself pretty much 100% that that is what's going to happen. I need to stop because it probably won't, and I'll be horrendously disappointed. But they posited the idea that what could be at the centre is a wormhole that leads you into one of the permit-locked regions where we suspect Thargoids have their homeworlds and things. I thought it was an interesting idea that I hadn't considered. The only thing I don't like about it is that you know, humanity is imposing the permit locks on itself. It, it, it's not a, you know, the Thargoids aren't stopping us from going to those systems. The the people who issue frameshift drives are saying you can't go there, more mm. or less. So it's a bit daft if you have to take a Thargoid wormhole to get into a system that our own bureaucracy is stopping us from visiting. It doesn't sit nicely with me, but I liked the idea. You could have you could have that wormhole idea and just have it take you to a corner of the galaxy that hasn't been explored yet. And then once you're there, obviously people could pilot to it manually if they wanted to. But in order what? for us to get there first, you would go through the wormhole, yeah. or it would let you it would let you skip the many many days of uh, of of jumping to get there by using these wormholes. If you if you're doing that theory. I, I just wouldn't take it to a permit lock. There's tons of yeah, yeah. space. Well, you could go to a sort of um, a, a region else, of space, yeah. you know, is it, isn't it said or wasn't it said that the Thargoids live in which space? So it could kind of take mm. us into a different Ooh. dimension of the galaxy that, that is where they live. The which space dimension? Place mm. between places. I like I like that idea. <laughs> what's the um, thing in, what's the place called in, at the end of Half-Life where you, you jump to where the Vorgons live and... Oh, I, I've got no idea. Anyway. Yeah, I've got, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, um, it 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 bumps you off. It bumps you over to like this liminal space kind of thing. Yeah, little begin saying, "Can we not go subliminal, please?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a scary place. Yeah, you've you've definitely got the potential. I I think you know we're we're closer to saying that there's a base in there, aren't we? Some sort of structure i've convinced myself there is and you know i kind of liked the idea we had last week of the these smaller ships peeling off something bigger as sort of local oh you're gonna do you're gonna do fucking spider web shit again on spider spider stuff again just to fuel your nightmares (laughs) for this evening um but i mean i i kind of like that idea i i'm not really sure i mean is, is there the chance and I'm not really wanting to disappoint people, but is there a chance that you get through the next layer of the maelstrom and there's yet another layer of something that you can't penetrate? You know, Until you're like gonna... 16, no, 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 <laughs> please, God, no. You know, is, is is there the chance, just just the smallest of chances that you get through the fog to see that beyond that, there's some sort of static shield that protects the next bit. You can see it. You just can't go there yet. There's, there's a um, water layer that we have to get through, and then there's a, <laughs> a hot jelly layer that we have to yeah, get Yeah, there's an outer yeah. membrane and there's thing, and then at the very, very, very middle is is 
Salvation in a mech suit for some reason. I don't know. It's <laughs> so I uh, yeah. I so we I can will... get back to Fargoids again, by the way. I know, I know. It's, it's fine. Luring, it's not a problem. It's absolutely not a problem. Uh, so my um, I I kind of think that you might be right, but not in the way that you think. Hmm. In that we will be able to like some. The, the, we will be able to do a lot of things. We will be able to see everything that's there, but potentially some of the stuff we might not be able to either a defeat or let's say defeat pretty heavily or like correctly interact with until there's more more stuff that's made or more mm. interactions that have been that have been made more investigations because it's pretty it's pretty safe to say at this point given everything that we all of the information that we've got it can can be expected that update 15 i almost said update 16 then that would be bad update 15 will take us to the center of the maelstrom what is at the center of the maelstrom might not be something that we can fully interact with until we've done all of our research like we might need to find uh find the usb slot on the ship so we can smoke our cigars at the end of the movie develop a usb adapter yeah exactly there's this ultra ultra mega thyroid usb adapter which is one ton of cargo space that you fit in place of like the docking computer or the super cruises <laughs> when we started this discussion and we're talking about guardian stuff i was and i was sort of listing the things that seemed like they're definitely going to happen i was thinking i wonder if this salvation stuff can just continue to play out and that's what update 16 is going to be about it's possible isn't it i feel like they could drag out the salvation stuff till update 16. yeah like um sarah Jeanne could just keep drip feeding us information we could get a couple of mm. we could find a couple of uh, other other thargoid experimentation bases that salvation or azimuth used or caleb witchley used back in those days so we we start to get it an even rounder yeah. um rounder idea of what this man went through in his very long life to feel that he could face everything but then still had to upload himself into a computer i find him a fascinating character yeah yeah you could have some voice logs to discover you could have a galnet or something where there's some voice logs and you have to travel quite a long way and Mm. it's you know it's just a, a random commander's reporting of hearing something weird at a guardian site or a voice that seem to be half human or you know they could tease that for a long time actually absolutely absolutely and the thing is we we can we should when we get to the center and we start getting and um, there may potentially be new thargoid sounds and new thargoid noises that we hear because they've had the they've had the sound team on and all of that stuff that it's a possibility that there will be new um new interesting thing um like translations that sarah comes up with yeah mm. Yeah, no, that that would be really, really neat. I, I would like if if we're going to be going about and finding new bases potentially with information about what Salvation's been up to, I would really, really like for it to be some stuff we can investigate on foot rather than it being using the SRV to scan mm-hmm. data points on the outside of the buildings. You know, those those sort of shipping container type temporary bases. I would really like for us to be able to sort of cut into one and download some data off a pad on the inside or a console on the inside we, i may be i may be a bit ambitious in my wish there but i i would really like for it to have a little bit of of on foot involvement 
I can't decide if I've had a complete brain fart here and just forgotten something that, that's obvious. On foot, do we have any kind of on foot data scanner? We don't know. We don't, do we? We that's don't. Sort of we'd have to I'm that would have we'd have to find we'd have to <laughs> discover that and then um <laughs> and then equip it or like add it to our dyson or something as a secondary um as a secondary option um if you had if you had again i'm sorry i'm about to turn it yeah, yeah, again it. i'm so sorry if there no, was no, far going the stuff on the ground then you could potentially use the genomics scanner you know the yeah. the bio scanner would be able to get mm -hmm. readings off of that because they the ships and everything that they use seem to be very organic. So there's a chance that you could use that, but, you, but you're right, Alec, we don't really have a scanner apart from the, it's not the manifest scanner, the, like the profile cloning. Yeah, like yeah. the SRV. You were talking like about the, the SRV. SRV and we, don't, we don't have the equivalent of the SRV's data link scanner. Yeah, because yeah. we normally like, just we... interact with a console. Yeah, to get the data, absolutely. Um, now... This is going to sound like me going backwards and stuff that I've said before. I don't like the idea of gatekeeping law in Odyssey content. Oh, okay. I, I get you. I, I, I'm, fine, I, I'm fine with yeah. on-foot content as far as, like, something adding and giving extra dimension. But if you, if you want... I, I feel like the story, you should still be able to access in Horizons and and some of those data points for now at least i feel like it should still be um and and i i didn't think that i would i would agree i would believe that until you started mm. saying i want it on foot yeah i see uh, it when um when her right this is going back a long way and i honestly can't remember when horizons first came out so being able to use the srv was effectively you know content gatekeeped by an up by a dlc that was optional mm -hmm. it, when did when did things like logs at Dav's Hope appear? Because was that effectively gatekeeping law behind the Horizons update? Well, it definitely would have done. I suppose it did, didn't it? Because it they were there pretty much in the outset. I feel I feel like some things like logs or some of the logs were were there pretty much from the beginning. Well, if they anything that was on Horizons content and stuff that you scan, so like Jameson's logs and stuff, you would only have been able to um, access as soon as you could land on planets and drive around in your SRV. So that effectively would have hidden stuff that like that stuff was only available to people who bought the um, Horizons right. content. So there is precedent for doing it. The, yeah, absolutely. There is. What um, if I promise to tell a reporter for Vox Galactica what I find? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm fine with. I'm. I. I don't know whether I would have been fine with that back in back in the day. But then I wasn't. I wasn't playing. I only played Elite after Horizons dropped. So that's all I know. So maybe I. Maybe I. I I've accused so many people of looking back with rose tinted goggles. Maybe I am the one with the rose tinted goggles in this instance, and I'm looking back thinking it, that's never been done before but i mean on, no not all logs aren't on the ground because all of the guard all of the generation ships are logs that you can scan from your ship mm -hmm. it's it's only some of the, like the the inra the inra ground bases where you, yeah. you need to get out in the srv to get yeah all of the, of the abandoned logs. bases all of the inra bases you have to you have, you to, have get to get out, get out and scan and there was a few other sort of interesting sites that you could sort of go to and scan in an SRV. Yeah, like the former Dime Rift sites and stuff like that all over in that way is all um, mm. SRV stuff until you get to the um, 
to the 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 uh, Zahar. I want to say Zahara. I might be wrong with that. Um, at the end of that, um, at the end of that, oh, I don't know why I feel differently about it being. Hmm. Um, I don't know why I feel differently about it being in Odyssey content. Maybe it's to do with. It's interesting, isn't it? The so, so if there was a like a data terminal that you walked up to inside a building on foot and you scanned it and got a voice, a lovely voice acted log, you'd have a bit of a problem with that because it feels like, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think I might. I think I might. Unless the, I can't decide um, if I do or not. But yeah. I see where you're coming from. But are, are you not? I mean, because some of that is going to be locked behind as well for you know the the, the maelstrom content that we're going to be getting, for example, is all. You know, none none of that is updating in the in the old game anymore. No, it's so. only on the live server. So everything it's at the moment, in the, it, I believe everything at the moment in the maelstroms, you can still see if you're on like Horizons four point I believe okay. I might be wrong about that because I've not been. Uh, yeah, okay, I've not been on Horizons four point to check what. No, me what either. Is and isn't it's a good point actually because the, the stuff the stuff that was going on in HOP 22460, so being able to see the aftermath of the Proteus device, I don't think you see that in Horizons 4.0, do you? I don't know. Maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I, 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 do, I, do, I do 100% believe that um, this should be Odyssey, this should be Odyssey content, for sure. I am... Um, there should be stuff that you have to do that you have to do on foot that is um available to do in settlements. I I think that this sh that should be content, and I feel like that should um co um that should like uh give to the base. Uh, it should like give to the um Thargoid war effort, all of that kind of thing. Uh, that I'd love to see. I don't know how I feel about law in that, mm. but I, maybe I just like a good story. Yeah, I mean, I. <sighs> I want it to be as open as possible to everyone, but then I've also got this craving for more of the Odyssey stuff to be able to be utilised going forward. It's that conflict in my head, and I do have the same sort of thing as you, Psychic, which is that you want as many people as possible to be able to feel part of the narrative and enjoy part yeah. of the narrative. But then I'm going, I really want to get out and, and use some of these these different tools that you've given me to investigate in a different way. It opens more possibilities for you to interact with stuff that you don't at the moment with having just a simple point and scan device it's really weird isn't it, it's, it i feel yeah. really really conflicted about it yeah i mean if you want to go if you want to go really sort of beyond like you we've sort of talked about um using the srv or being on foot or being in ship in order to discover stuff you know having that sort of teamwork collaboration thing that they, they they quite like pushing now where things can only be accomplished if you've got a few people to take part having something where you needed an srv and someone on foot and someone in a ship or that sort of uh that um oh i don't know there's a triangle it's free involvement uh, um to, <laughs> to get involved in order to activate a thing or to to really enable sort of data collection but then again that's putting solo players you know I, like when i play the majority of the time i play by myself when i'm on elite so then that locks content behind where it's like oh right i've got to arrange for someone to come along with me to enable this to to shoot this or put something else in so yeah i, hmm, yeah, I don't know i'm, I'm massively conflicting <laughs> it's 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 weird isn't it because i think yeah. i think i would be i would be the first person to say yes we need everything in um in we need to we need to push the new content we need to push the new content absolutely mm. um but 
it's it's it, and and why like <laughs> it's so hard um, <laughs> like if if they're not going to start pushing content and pushing everything forward in odyssey what's the fucking point um you know yeah. <sighs> it then makes it look like a failed experiment so exactly we added, we added we added on foot but then we didn't really have a we didn't want to tie it into the rest of the stuff we sort of created the base assets there we could have done it we didn't and then it stopped and then you're like oh well that's you know that's not quite what we want you know we want to be able to use it but then you know the the only way to encourage people greatly to jump in is you know tying it to the lore tying it to that bigger story i think in order to make it relevant be that collecting materials from sites or uh, data or you know investigating in that way speaking to npcs that might be lying around or wandering around somewhere you know imagine a a, a, a aegis site um where they're investigating something on the ground and you can talk to an npc and get a bit of information off them that'd be quite a cool new sort of technique rather than scanning rather than going up to a terminal or whatnot there's an actual person that you can go hey what's up what are you doing yeah <laughs> i have no idea how to count the results but can we ask for people in chat to um throw i tried one to of... make i tried to make a poll but we can't do it here right. on on right. live in in twitch because Never mind the poll, not let, 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 let's just get a sense maybe so if people are fine with gatekeeping information behind the odyssey update um then stick something like hash gatekeeper in chat and if you think um law and voice logs and things should be accessible by everyone then stick something like hash hash oddy hash law hash h-o-r hash freedom of info hash gatekeep it or hash freedom of info wild oh audience going strongly on gatekeeping strongly on gatekeeping very strongly sod it there you go I'm joining in with the gatekeeper. Lock it behind think. Odyssey. <laughs> I'm conflicted, but I'm still yeah. I still think I'm edging on that side of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Wow. Wintermute is standing alone. Yeah. Freedom of info. Yeah. Renfield saying, um, but I feel bad for console players who have no choice. Totally appreciate that. Mm. Yeah. Totally, absolutely appreciate that. By by all means, it's it's um. Like you say, the, the info will be out there. It'll be in Galnet. It'll be out there. It just means you won't be able to go and interact with some of these logs. But hey-ho, I mean... Yeah, you won't be able to discover it for yourself or view it for yourself, but... Yeah, pretty much unanimous, almost. <laughs> the audience is biased. So it's the audience, the audience is biased. Out. You've got three people chatting here going, oh, I don't know if we want that. <laughs> and you all went, yeah, no, we definitely do. <laughs> yeah. We are not in an echo chamber today, guys. <laughs> yeah, we've heard we've heard what the three of you have said. We all disagree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't know what they're oh talking about. God. Don't know why they're conflicted. Why, why, like we've we've just been we've literally just been told you're so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Uh, that is. Oh my gosh. I, that's to- that's totally shocked me. That's that has mm. genuinely totally shocked me that people that feel that way. Yeah, that's fine. Go for it. Fill your boots. Yeah. Um, uh, the only the only difference might be if you if you cast a wider if you cast a wider net. I I suspect. Keep an eye out for wrong. a tweet. Yeah. Keep oh, an eye point. out for a tweet. Yeah. Um, we're doing we're doing things like that where we're gathering more inf- information via tweets. Um, like it. And we'll, we'll, put, we'll pop a tweet out, per, I don't know, sometime in the week. I don't know, I'll schedule one to go out. But um, with a, a thingy bob 
gatekeep it or freedom of info and we'll see what happens from there that's really interesting and we will report back next week for sure and then we'll print the results and we'll call it a petition and we'll take it to i don't know absolutely we absolutely fucking won't no not a chance (laughs) hell no not on my watch no no petitions or open letters here fine (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah speaking of tweets Absolutely. Speaking of tweets, we had some. Um, we popped some um, uh, uh, tweets out into the ether, and um, we've got some um, suggestions from you. Um, uh, Chris Mottfall went through and picked out some of the um, of the tweets. Um, I might open it up and have a look at some other ones if we get through these very quickly. So um, we were um, the listeners suggested via Twitter suggested that this new variant will be um, focused towards the maelstrom. Um, we had um, Wintermute, who said it's a dedicated fighter to protect whatever is in the maelstrom. As for its name, it's Cerberus, who in Greek mythology protected the gates of Hades and was also the brother of Orthrus. Oh, that's good on the name. Great theory for the name, isn't it? Great theory for the name. I love that. I if it's not that frontier that. have just kicked themselves. <laughs> like, the thing that's going to be really funny is when we, we've all gone through these Greek mythological names and um, frontier are like, yeah, no, it's not. It's it's not. It's got a brand. We've gone with a brand new naming strategy, and we'll be like, you bitches. <laughs> it's, it's called the Fargoid Scout Mark Two. Um... Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, it, it's, a, it's such a good name. Um, we had um, Elvis Kremen, who said, um, F you up, focus. Bless him for not using fuck. Mm. Um, in the maelstroms, protecting what I reckon are motherships slash hives and called a skiller, maybe. Skiller is another Greek monster of some kind. Yeah, mm. I feel I recognise skiller from um, Jason and the Argonauts. Or... Yeah, I think they. Have such learned reading. Um, Elevator Music says, looks like a fighter. So naturally, I'm curious about which Thargoid platform this craft emerges from. So is is it going to be spaced out by another Thargoid? (laughs) (laughs) It could, because the the more I look at it, the smaller it looks. Here's one, here's one. How about if the... If you've ever been to the, you know, the Thargoid um, surface structures, if you Uh go right on top, there's like a sort of iris that's permanently shut. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where these are going to pop out from. The iris spirals open and these pop out. That completely and utterly fucks your buckyball. (laughs) It's going to make it awesome. I so hope that's happening. That'd be amazing. Can you imagine? There's, there's going to have to be one 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 race chart for pre-update and one race chart for post-update of getting attacked by several. <laughs> several Take a screenshot of every um, Cerberus that attacks you and get a thirty-second bonus for each one. <laughs> one minute thirty, Alec. Come on. <laughs> Especially if I'm in my Cobra, I need that. Um, then okay. Um, Scott9720, if we pay attention to the roleplay of each design from the bugs, scouts are the swarms, the endless waves of enemies, the small class interceptors, the hardcore heavy um, heavy hitters, or large class vessels. The new one could fill the role of the medium heavy hitter, you could say. But there's also serious speculation that it, also serious speculation is that it could be a cold orbit hunter. I don't know what that word, what that means, cold orbit hunter. What, like it hunts so, people who do cold orbits. 
it, it, it wouldn't be on your scanners. It would be like cold running like we are at the moment to get around them. They develop oh. the same technique to attack us. So, oh, I see. so suddenly you you being able to sneak around them is is slightly diminished by the fact that they are doing the same trick to you. So it's I all read, done I, by I, visuals I, as opposed si- to... Silent running Fargoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read this the other way around that it was a, a ship that could that wouldn't fall for the cold orbit technique and would. Ooh. I mean, it, that it too. Could be that as well, yeah, it could be both. <laughs> it doesn't fall for it, and you can't see it. <laughs> that's wild. I love that. That's that. that oh, that especially that's now, scary. Especially now, folk have got turreted and gimbaled fargoid pew pew guns. It means that if it was. If it didn't appear on sensors, or it was very tricky to get it on sensors, those would become less effective. Yeah, and you you wouldn't be able to that. It would be it would effectively be the next the now now interceptor combat has become more accessible for um for everyone. Now, okay, let's give um AXI a challenge with this new variant. Yeah, because even if you milled them in with the existing scouts, they become an issue because your turrets and whatnot wouldn't be able to automatically pick them out. Yeah. Fascinating! Oh, that's a really good idea. Hi, I love quick that. Question, actually, because mm-hmm. um, I've heard this around various corners of the community. Do you think that the top end Thargoid um, kind of AXI combat, the sort the, the sort of end game for top tier players in Thargoid combat, do you think it needs raising, or do you think that's small enough a minority that they've it, it's hard enough, and we don't need a new, even harder level for the even smaller number. Well, not smaller number, but you know, the number of people that can solo a Hydra is relatively small. I would have thought. Yeah. And but but I hear some of the people who can do that and do it a lot saying we need something new for us to do, and I'm I'm not convinced the game does need that. I think that's going to be your your penetrating the maelstrom and dealing with whatever might be inside of there, isn't it? Because then you've got then your ship has got to be balanced enough to get through the maelstrom plus attack whatever's in the middle. So you wouldn't be able to go in with your your all-guns blazing build. You've then got to scope it for that, I guess. Yeah. So it's maybe not giving you... It's maybe Even not giving you an extra combat, challenge, but... as in... Yeah, it's not giving you an extra... Like a different... So it's a different type of encounter where you've got to be balanced in order to get through in the first place rather than the rest, maybe. I don't know. I, I know yeah, from my maybe. point of view, I am useless at Fargoy combat. I find the the ground the ground um, base ones easier because you've not got the sort of swarms that are absolutely picking you to pieces. Um, but yeah, the, I mean the AXI pilots are absolutely amazing at what they do, so I can, I can understand why they might want a slightly different challenge. Mm. It's uh, again, it's one of those things where you, you're going to please some people. You people, some people are going to be really happy with um, a, a bigger challenge and some people like us who fight in in groups of 12 um are, are might struggle with a bigger challenge especially if these are the things that are, are beginning to interdict us um oh the, the the word the word hunter scares the shit out of me on that <laughs> i don't know why it just like sends it like oh that the idea that that would be chasing me through space as opposed to something that just appears and then i can get away from like does it does genuinely concern me that's really interesting really really interesting um we have commander seawolf who um said that once update 15 and the new neutralizer is released they suspect that we will find swarms of these pouring out of the hive ship or whatever is at the center of the maelstroms 
I want that. <clears throat> just I want just that. the terminology, isn't it? Pouring the image, pouring <laughs> swarms, swarms, and pouring. Everything ah. hurts. Everything hurts. <laughs> Everything hurts all over my skin. Why is this happening? It's just you know, like um, visions of ever actually winning a buckyball championship. Shay ruined this for me a couple of weeks ago by pointing out that the game probably can't handle swarms of ships like that. Oh man, Shay! Good... Yeah, ruined it. <laughs> you never Got know. You note. never know. Update update fifteen. It might. <laughs> I mean... That depends if we get like an eight eighty gig update. <laughs> That's that's the advantage of the maelstrom, though. Maybe you know how you've got that sort of fog, the ambient fog in a maelstrom. Yeah. Oh, if that limits, if that limits your field of view, you can use that limited draw to... distance to exactly. You could use yeah. that limited draw distance potentially to allow you to upscale the amount of. Um, uh, I was going to say AI creatures, uh, like NPC Fargoid. Uh, ships in there potentially i don't know i'm not a, a game developer so maybe no i would say this this up. is a bit this is a bit unfair but i would say I, I i have a gut feeling that frontier aren't this is sorry aren't very good at that mm. so the way ground sites seem to work i don't get the sense that there's any optimization in that regard you know so my pc grinds to a halt and it's not because of the two NPCs on foot that I can actually see. It's because of the 50 that are scattered all around the site, some inside buildings and some outside buildings that the game is furiously trying to update all at once, even though I can only see about three of them. I, I feel like that's <laughs> engine limitations, possibly. I don't Maybe. know anything about programming. Um, yeah. It doesn't feel like if... they're brilliant at that kind of optimization. They are, it feels like the Frontier like to take a very literal approach. And if there's 20 npcs then the game is busily updating 20 mm. npcs and then add into that our own ships because we'll be going in there together on mass so yeah I, I guess even if you limited my field of view the fact that psychics maybe in the same instance as me you've got to res everything that psychic can see as well yeah or at least pass that information maybe yeah, and it's it's also sharing positioning of everyone to everybody else. There's a lot of things that go on. Um, it all depends what's in the center, really. If they, if it's just like a um, just like some what if it's just like some giant big eye and that's it, and it's like hello. That's that's, that's another creepy one as well. That's another creepy one. Yeah. I, went, I went I went creepy. I went creepy for some reason. Is that, that, the, that um... close bit in the middle of the 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 crash structure yeah. that just opens up and it's a big eye? Ugh. What's the, what's the Douglas Adams thing about last message from God? We'll get through the um, we'll get to the final bit of the maelstrom and there'll just be a little signpost floating in floating in space that says we apologise for the inconvenience. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I fucking love that so much. Uh, out for lunch or something. <laughs> <laughs> BRB lads, something like that. Wild. That's so cool. No That's junk so... mail, please. <laughs> <laughs> no cold callers. No cold callers. Um, we have we have Celine Stardragon saying a space superiority interceptor in the Star Wars sense, found in Maelstrom systems, and her current hypothetical name is Seraphim. Hmm. No, Seraphim. Seraphim sounds too angelic. Hmm. It does. Sounds like that. a cream that I should be taking. It's a it's a an angel, isn't it? Sarah, mm. type one of the angels. Oh, my knowledge is very bad at stuff. Here you go. 
Put that on my epitaph. If, I'm if, getting if anxious. Only I had Google me. available yeah. to me. <laughs> if only we had Google available. Oh man. Anyway, that ship sailed. Not not <laughs> Um has said um it's called a hedge clipper. We have murder flowers for far too long without gardeners, so we now have hedge clippers. <laughs> Does track. <laughs> Incredible. And then Marina Oatmeal said, um, Thargoid Kitten requires head pats. You can find them at your local interstellar cafe. <laughs> Which was also um also very lovely. We all we also had plenty if you go to um the 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 twit um the Twitter and go and find that original post, which will be linked in the show notes. Um there are some other some other bits and pieces um uh, um there, including some trolley ones, but um it's it's all good. It's nerd. Like people going, why is this showing up on my feed? Because you follow like three people and it's gotta populate it with something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how the algorithm works. Um but yeah, thank you so much for getting in touch. We're gonna be putting um we're gonna be putting um more stuff out on Twitter for um community responses. We'd love for you to get in touch with us anywhere. I and we 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 read everything and well I at least read everything and we will um and continue to include them in the show in the show when we can. Um, moving on to our mostly clueless, Alec. Oh, it's one of mine. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, let me just read this because I sent this in ages ago. Ah, uh, yes, yes. The um, so I was floundering around on the system map a while back looking for. So you know you can, let me think, how does this work? You can filter the galaxy map on services, I believe. <clears throat> so you can show systems that have an interstellar factors. But it's not as simple as that, because when you get to the system and there's multiple stations, what I often find is that the first and most obvious station I go to, the big Coriolis closest to the star, doesn't have interstellar factors. And then I get very annoyed and think the game's broken and I go off somewhere else or look for third-party sites that tell me where where I can find interstellar factors. Anyway, it turns out in the system map that when you select, this is in the new Odyssey UI, when you mm-hmm. select a, a station, the information about what services that station has is available, but it's under the icon that's labeled planetary information, which is why I'd never spotted it. So, yes, you pick your station, and then on the right-hand panel, you go down to the icon that says planetary information, and that shows you information about what services stations offer, apparently. I've never used that before. <clears throat> I didn't even know it existed. I've, I've got so used to using third-party tools in order to find the nearest whatever it is that I need. It's always <laughs> into Stellar Factor. <laughs> it's yeah, it is. More, more often than not, yes. Or occasionally finding the right material trader, I guess. And I think there's a catch, isn't there? While we're talking interstellar factors, I seem to remember it's always you always go to the nearest interstellar factor, which typically is in a station owned by the faction against whom you've committed crimes, and yeah. then they still won't let you pay off your bounty. Is that right? Or, or even if you have, um, even if they they don't even need to own the own the system, if they have a presence in that, if they're present in that system, you have to. Um, you can't go to the interstellar factory. You can't pay off a, a fine right. at the interstellar factory in that system. So. Um, Unless you know for a fact that they're not present in the one right next door. Oh, fun fact: the CZ, um, the CZ faction, the the closest interstellar factor, they're not in that system. 
So you can you can you can go to the closest interstellar right. factor and it's fine in the CZ system. Found that out today when I accidentally shot something I shouldn't have. Um but yeah, yeah, if they're if they're present in in the in the system that you're going to to try and clear your bounty via an IF, you cannot do it. You have to find one which the issuing um, issuing party are not present. And also, you can be too gotcha. notorious as well. You can be too hot to handle, even for an interstellar factor. Can you? Oh, yeah. can, can you not? Cl- no, you have to die. <laughs> You have to die. You have to die, but you still have the notoriety. I guess, but the, the yeah, notoriety lingers for quite a bit. I've yeah. kind of found out by, you know, visiting a couple of settlements and accidentally, I don't know, tripping over some adhesive and maybe killing Killing a few thousand people, people. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do the same thing, don't we? We do a stealth mission or an assassination and it goes wrong and a guard shoots us and you think, well, if you're going to shoot me, I'm going to shoot you. And before you know it, you've shot about 20 innocent people. And then you wonder why you've got notoriety. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely why. Um, yeah, that's mostly clueless. We have also we have a form for mostly clueless. Um, I'm going to add that to the show notes to make sure that you make sure that if you have any um mostly clueless ideas, fill in the form and we will share them because we haven't done one for a little while because we'd forgotten where it was. <laughs> but we will endeavour to do more of them now. Um, we're just going to move on to any um any other business right at the end. Hey, Chris, are you doing your radio show on Sunday? I, I will be doing my radio show on Sunday um, on Black Diamond FM, 12 till 2, blackdiamondfm.com, if you want to have a listen to Fantastic. that. Fantastic. Yeah. Woohoo! We did it. We did it. We got through a show and managed to make you um, <laughs> promote yourself. Also, also, very, very, very side note, I complete an orbit around the sun on Sunday, um, and I'm having a little bit of a birthday stream, and I'm dropping some mean news on Friday, <laughs> if anybody is interested, on my Twitch channel, we're doing, we're having a birthday, I'm having a bit of a birthday stream on celebration, that's twitch.tv slash psychic, you don't feel obliged to come, that's absolutely fine, also, we're also having a little, a little meet up in Bristol, in, when is it, <laughs> July, did I, July the 1st, I believe, we're having a little meet up in Bristol in July the 1st, I think it's July the 1st. If you say it with confidence, I'll put the the version with confidence in the uh, in the podcast. We're having a meeting in Bristol in July the first. <laughs> Thank <laughs> all you. The de- all the details are on there um, on, on my Discord, which I will, which you can find through my my website or psychic.tv or like any other places. Um, with that said. Let's round up the show with that crazy little bit of self promotion. There, I'm so sorry about that. I never do that. That felt really weird. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> our, um, our sister station, Her An Orbital Radio, broadcasts on Thursdays from 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash truckers or for just the audio at radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander who likes a bit of CQC action, you can check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash CQC. We're also giving shout-outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts. We have The Guard Frequency, who also cover other space space games and our friends over at loose squeeze following this we have the latest galnet news digest as provided by commanders wotherspoon and commander beetlejeet um thank you to those who have chipped in on twitch chat and our in-game commanders our in-game commanders we have had chris uh, siberius william solo electro 4ce rich that's ace rich is it ace or right. electro ace <laughs> Um, Rich, nineteen eighty-six. Rich and uh, Commander Ventura has finally made it to Leif Station for the end of the show. Woo! 
incredible um that is it for another episode of live radio if you would like to get in touch with the show then you can find all of our contact links in the home contact us menu of the laveradio.com website do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything that you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30pm UK time and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. Thank you to Alec. Thank you all. See you the other side of update 15. Oh my God, that's update 14. Like, hopefully, fingers crossed, everything, <laughs> everything permitting. Thank you to Chris Mark 4. You're welcome. And a special thanks to today's tech specialist, the Chris Mark Four. <laughs> You're welcome again. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, Commanders, we will see you on the other side of Update 15. Please fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Galnet News Digest, 2nd of May 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Aegis offers golden tickets to the heart of the maelstrom as it prepares to mass-produce its new pulse neutraliser. And Calico Zach Rackham gets serious in his bid to become the next president. Aegis has announced an initiative to build manufacturing facilities for the new Thargoid Pulse Neutralizer, and the top 20 contributors will get a golden ticket to be the first to get to the heart of the Maelstrom. The initiative comes in two parts, to deliver cobalt, ion distributors and power converters to Clement Orbital in the YZ SETI system, and to protect those making the deliveries 
and the top 10 delivery drivers and the top 10 bounty hunters will all get a Thargoid Pulse Neutralizer gifted to them by Aegis, putting them in pole position for the race into the Maelstrom on Tuesday or Wednesday next week. Everyone else will probably need to gather the materials and commodities required to unlock the modules at a tech broker. Unless, against all precedent, Aegis decides to make them available for credits only. Professor Albertezro appears to have dropped a massive hint when she repeated loudly and in a clear voice that the key component of the neutralizer is unclassified relics, which are created by loading Guardian relics into the Thargoid device at the centre of Thargoid surface sites. Many commanders have previously sold unclassified relics to Ram Tar and Professor Palin, and it has been those relics that have been used during the development and prototyping of the neutralizer. The neutralizer works like a shutdown field neutralizer, and pressing the trigger at just the right moment is likely to take some practice. Caustic sink launchers, which are already available to unlock at tech brokers and which can then be bought at rescue ships, will also be essential equipment for those planning to dive into the maelstroms. Unfortunately, those require a number of materials and a commodity that can only be harvested from the fringes of the maelstroms. Aegis says that the pulse neutralizers will, like the caustic sink launchers, be sold at rescue ships once they have been unlocked. The Federation's military liaison to Aegis, Admiral Daniel Parry, claimed that penetrating the maelstroms will be the most significant breakthrough in the war against the Thargoid invasion, with our future tactics likely dictated by what we discover there. For those not lucky enough to get a golden ticket to the heart of the maelstrom, there's a consolation prize. The top 25% of participants will get exclusive Aegis paint jobs for the Imperial Clipper, the Federal Gunship and the Alliance Crusader. Presidential candidate Zachary Rackham has started his campaign fundraising in earnest with a gala fundraiser in Tau Ceti. Rackham is not permitted to use his vast personal wealth to fund his campaign and must rely on donations from other federal citizens and organisations. He's gained some influential backers, including former Republican Congressman Harlan Turk from Duamta, who has walked across the floor of the House to become Rackham's running mate. Several independent congressmen have also declared in support of Rackham, and it appears that fellow magnate Sir Randolph Plaskett is likely to provide some of the financial backing that Rackham has been seeking. Also present at the ball were media magnates Elias Metaxas, who was in 3307 briefly in possession of Zoe Akeke's famous artwork, Terra Absentia, which he had bought from the notorious thief, the Winking Cat, and Neve McFarlane, the proprietor of the Soul Today newsfeed. Campaign coordinator Anya Blackriver also managed to draft in media personalities, including the ice caster Sura Oyakin. Rackham has used his wealth and influence to rename the historic Taylor Colony settlement Fort Falconrath to Fort Rackham. As with the Beta Hydri system, many popular landmarks in Tau Ceti have recently been renamed in Rackham's honour. Given McFarlane's presence at the ball, it is unsurprising that Sol today has come out in qualified support of Rackham. It is distributing red baseball caps, bearing the Rackham campaign slogan, Just Like Me. 
It suggests that after Hudson leaves office, someone fresh and untainted by political experience might be best for the Federation, and asks its viewers if Rackham might be just what the Federation needs to make it great again. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. 